We are musicians. Elena Morrow is a film, TV, and media composer based in Los Angeles. She scored a very important film called In Dubio, which addresses the subject of violence against women. Her soundtrack album will be available on all streaming platforms on November 25th. We chatted about how to get work in the film industry, her soundtrack album In Dubio, and Living Her Dream. I, as a kid, I, I loved Western. Even if I was a girl, I used to play cowboys and Indians with my friends because I had an older brother and that's what we used to play. And I totally fell in love with Ennio Morricone's scores. And that's what, that was another reason why I so much wanted to do this. Back in Italy, my Sunday afternoons were like this, me and my mom sitting in the, in the living room watching all the Hollywood films. And I was totally mesmerized by, by everything, the acting, the, the stories. And, but in my heart, I felt like I knew that for me, magic was happening when the music came in. So I said to myself, one day I'm gonna go to Hollywood and I'm gonna make music and songs for film. Are you a musician who would like to be on this podcast? If you are, drop me an email at mypianopartner at gmail.com. I started teaching because, you know, you're a woman, you should teach, you should, you should settle down, all this kind of thing. And uh, we'll talk about this equality and uh, even more later on. And so... I got into teaching, and uh, uh, but still I needed to to the music, and I started singing as well. So I suspended my teacher career for a while. I toured Europe with a jazz orchestra, and after that I got back to teaching as a day job. But I continued my studies in jazz composition, which gave me also more tools, you know, useful tools as a composer. And after that, I got into theater and started writing uh, music and songs for theater, collaborated for 10 and more years as a songwriter back in Italy. And at one point, I got the chance to collaborate songwriting, writing the lyrics for uh, the international campaign against child labor by the United Nations. And so I, I, went, I came to LA eight years ago as today. And I still remember that the moment the plane landed, I felt like, no, I need to be here. There is no way, I'm not gonna wait anymore. It's just the time. So I went back to Italy and uh, 
planned for four years in every detail to leave my permanent job and uh, move to Los Angeles and finally pursuing, pursue a career in film scoring. In 2016, I moved here and I was, I took this leap of fate. I just left everything. I, I refurbished and sold a house back in Italy to, to be able to support myself in LA while studying. Because I was here as a, in a, on a student visa and as a student, you're not allowed to work in any way in the United States. And I wanted to do things sticking to the law, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to break any kind of laws. And so I, I just focused, and also I wanted to focus 24 seven on my classes, because I also decided to study, uh, you know, music marketing, music business, because also copyright uh, uh, and distribution and publishing laws, they're very different from the ones that we have in Europe. So I was like, I wanna take this year to learn as much as I can so that I'm ready to, to, to I don't know, jump in and, and work right after that. So I did, and I still remember the feeling when I was on the plane moving here and I was like, oh my gosh, I am actually doing it. I wasn't aware that was such a male dominated industry yet. I found out when I came here because I was like, oh, America is so advanced and modern. I, I'm sure that's, that's totally different. And as much as I love this country and I'm so grateful to be here and and I'm meeting with amazing people all the time, just like you. I'm literally tripping over an opportunity after the other. That was exactly what I was expecting. On the other side, I came here with a lot of bags of experience in many fields, from dance to singing to songwriting through 20 years in theater. And on top of everything, I decided to come here and take a year of music college, specifically learning film scoring, because I was aware, I did some little film scoring work back in Italy, but I was aware that I needed to be fast and to get as quick as possible the technical tools I needed to score to write to picture, because it's not the same as writing other kind of music. There are specific skills you need to have. There are specific tools you need to know. There are specific technical things you have to be aware of and to comply to. So I took this year of college at a Musicians Institute in Hollywood, and I was just so excited because Come on, I finally made it to Hollywood.
just like every other single little community, because I found out that film community is not as big as I was, I supposed it was, especially the film composer community. And it's still more about word of mouth. So it's all about getting small gigs, do the best you can, do a great job, and people will keep you in mind once another opportunity arises. I just finished, it was a short, a small project, but it was a very nice short. I'm looking forward to seeing it out. And I got it through a producer I met three years ago, right after graduation. And we did a 48 hours weekend film challenge. We met there. We've never seen each other since then, but like two months ago, I got a text and it's like, oh, this director is looking for a composer and I, I suggested your name. And that's how I got the gig. After a while, I started writing additional music for Lifetime movies and television movies with composer Brandon Jarrett. And I, I started working through him thanks to a woman director I met. And she came to me because she was looking for our, an orchestral Ennio Morricone style spaghetti western style of score and I was like oh my gosh I can't believe it that's what I always wanted to do (laughs) she was so happy that at one point when I was telling her that I felt like I had a huge battle to find to make room for me in the industry because as a woman and in my 40s it was happening. I, I mean, I met a lot of amazing people, but I have to say it's a hard industry to get in already. And especially if you have an accent, you're kind of, I'm not, I don't want to be unmodested, but you're kind of good looking and you're not, you're in your 40. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Um, so you're a composer? You sure? Or Oh, so you did that, a lot of stuff, and then you moved here? But why? You know, things like that. Or so you know, if I give you a film, you know how to make the music for it? These kind of things, you know? So I told her what I need. I was thinking about that maybe would have helped me to to build my credibility, to have my name attached to another bigger and established name in in the industry, you know, because I totally understand there are so many scams here in Hollywood. I, I heard so many times about that, fake it until you make it, you know, which is not my philosophy, but it's kind of popular, it seems like at least. <laughs> and so I remember I was talking to Wendy Valverton that she's the director of Miss Epic, this Western I was telling you about. And I was telling her, you know, I think maybe that would help me if I could start collaborating with a bigger composer who's well known. And, and she was like, you know what? I might happen to know a composer. He's a TV composer. He writes like 10 scores a year. Maybe he needs some help writing. And she put us in touch. And long story short, had been working with Brandon for 
almost two years now. And I have to say, it really made a difference for me because I now feel included. I now have credits that can prove I know what I'm doing. I know the industry standard. I know how to deliver because for television, especially you have crazy deadlines and such specific technicalities to follow that if you do that and you've been doing this for a while, well, it, it might mean that you know that stuff. You know what I mean? And so it, it really helped me out. But again, it was all coming out of a little project that I did. And for what I did, 100% of what I could have done, you know. So it's always about doing your best, no matter how the project is, uh, small or big, overpaid or underpaid. It's all about doing always your best because you don't know where next gig will come from. You don't know where the best opportunity of your life might come from. An old friend of mine from theater, from the theater company I used to work with back in Italy, uh, called me and he told me, you know, I acted in this uh, short film and uh, it's... Uh, it's written and directed by a young, emerging, super talented Italian director. And it's about violence against women. It's the story of uh, a university art professor who is accused of violence by a former student. And would you be interested in scoring in it? I was like, of course I am, you know, because there are so many levels of violence that somebody can put on a woman. That in that case, the physical violence, the, the sexual harassment are horrible, but it has so many shades. It's subtle. It can be a phone call questioning your work, manipulating you to accept a lower pay because you know, you're a woman, it's a, you, you should be already grateful I'm giving you this gig. You know, these subtle things like that. And so I was like, okay, please put me in touch with this director. And uh, so we talked with this director and I was like, I'm gonna do it. No, no doubt, I wanna do it because it's so important that after all the Me Too movement, we put out there some very good content reminding people that equality is not there yet. Violence against women is everywhere. And uh, he doesn't know geographical, cultural, economical boundaries. And that's the strand of that film by Lorenzo Bombara is the director, by the way. By taking this gig, I also found, found out a wonderful new collaboration because Lorenzo is a director that is not only talented, but the communication between director and composer is essential for, for a good <laughs> score and a score that really works that not only accompanies the film, but becomes actual part of it. And since the moment he sent me the the screenplay, I was like, this is such a strong 
meaningful story that keeps you hooked and puts a lot of thoughts in your mind. And when we started working and we spotted a film, it was so detailed. On one side, it was so detailed on spotting the film, on telling me where he wanted the music, how he wanted and what he wanted the music to convey. But on the other end, he did another great thing that a director can do with a composer. He trusted me. He was like, that's what I want, but I want it to become a score that you can put your voice in. So he totally gave me liberty, you know, of thinking outside the box, of putting, of experimenting, which is the wonderful thing I like about scoring films, because every project is a new. And every time you have, it's a challenge, but in a good way, because you're learning every time something new about yourself, your way of writing music. And, and so it was a very soothed process. We scored a short in like a week and a half. I, I did uh, the work and, uh, and um, now the, the film is distributed worldwide in all even major festivals. And I'm so happy that it got the attention of this international distributor because it's really worth it. And because of that, I decided to release a, motion picture soundtrack album and I'm going to release it on November 25th just to honor the United Nations International Day for the Elimination of the Violence Against Women. So as I said that's also because um, I had wonderful experience. I I had and I'm having less wonderful experience as a woman but I don't like to complain and I wanted to make a statement with my work. Do you write other styles besides uh, cinematic music? Oh, well, for example, I finished a, a, a very cool sci-fi comedy. It's a pilot episode. It's 50 minutes. And in this case, there, there's both score, but there are also songs and uh, different styles like there's rock and roll, there's um, R&B and a jazzy song. And uh, the score itself is part more soundscapes, ambient and more like instead orchestral. So that's another thing I really like about being a, working as a film composer because it happens that you're asked to work, you get to work on this kind of, of films where you, you can explore different genres. Is there something in your life that's given you the courage to allow the real you to unfold? I think that I just reached a point in my life that I realized that I made a lot of mistakes and the mistakes I made, they were all caused by fear. And my fear was I wasn't pleasing the people around me enough. So at one point when my life was falling totally apart, I was like, you know what? Maybe it's time for me to put fear aside and start making choices 
that make me happy. And uh, that would keep the people who really cares for, care for me close and we let all the other people I don't need in my life and the other way around leave. And uh, it really changed my life. And that's how I got to move here. Despite of everything, despite of some of my closest friends telling me, are you crazy? You've got a permanent job. You've got a beautiful house on top of a hill and you live like a queen. There's nothing you don't have. Why? And I was like, you know why? Because I wake up in the morning and I realize that I'm not happy and I'm thinking that I could die today or in 30 years and nothing will change. So this is more like a survival situation. I want to leave. I want to live my life. It's not going to be what if, you know, I'm one fear I still have. There's one thing I'm still scared of to one day find myself old and ask me, what if? That's where I find my true self. And I consider myself lucky because now that it's actually become a work, a 24 seven work, because that's what film scoring is. And I'm blessed to be that busy, especially this year. And, you know, considering the current situation, but I feel like it empowers me. It excites me because I'm doing what I, what I feel like I'm meant to be doing, you know? So there's no stress working under pressure. There's no, oh, you know, but I don't have time for this and that because I'm just happy. It's my happy place. So I just enjoy it. This is Jana Cole, the creator of We Are Musicians podcast. You can leave me a voicemail at anchor.fm slash Jana-Cole9. Maybe I'll play your message on a future podcast. And I really appreciate your feedback. 